Right. So, we put a guy on the roof of Stoney's in Las Vegas, Nevada for 62 days during a pandemic. You know, social distancing. And asked him to ask artists as many questions as he could. He only had to have a brain to begin with. So this could go absolutely nowhere. But you're choosing to listen to an interview recorded in a state of national emergency. Please remain at least six feet away from your speakers at all times. This is Toad's COVID Chronicles. How are you? I'm good, bud. How are you? Dude, another day, another doll hair, right? I love it, man. Good to see you, buddy. Good seeing you too. What's been what's been going on? What's what's uh what's the Drew Baldridge life during a pandemic like? Well, man, it's been uh it's been pretty crazy because right before on March 16th, I got engaged. So Yes, you did. Um, yes, you that did. was <laughs> that was wild, you know, just got engaged and um put a little song out about it and uh before you yeah before you that's right and uh you know my dog's gonna go crazy he's being all kinds of hyper right now um but i put this uh put this song out before you just about what my life was like before katie and right. uh kind of made me a better man and man it's been crazy because uh so when i did here's my dog nice <laughs> before i did uh when i put this song out we were supposed to go to paris and, and get proposed. I was supposed to propose in Paris. Right. And so we had it for months planned out. We were going to, uh, her brother was in Germany. And so we were going to go to, uh, go to Germany and, uh, ride over the train like two hours. Right. And, um, I had, I had it all planned, had a photographer in Paris. I had man in front of the Eiffel tower. Well, then I wrote, I had this song before you that I wrote with my buddies, low cash. And, uh, um, wrote it with them and in the bridge I decided I'm going to go write a bridge I'm going to write a bridge to the song and it's going to say I never thought I'd fly to Paris to get down on one knee right and so I did it and I recorded it it was two days before we were leaving I finally had it all done I was doing this all behind Katie's back she had no idea right and so then there we are eating dinner out and we start looking at our phones our phones start blowing up and it says uh all travel to Europe is canceled. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I got to go re-record. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I got to somehow re-record without letting Katie know. Right. And so she decided she wanted to go to Aruba. She's like, I don't know why you're so stressed about it. You know, you're being, you're being so weird about all this. I don't know why you're being so mad. And I was like, you don't understand, you know, right. it's just what I wanted to say. But it ended up, uh, I went in, got in, and changed it to an island. I never thought I'd fly to an island before uh you know before she knew anything about it we went down there and ended up being great we met some people on the beach and ended up helping us record the moment right and, uh, that's awesome so it, it, it was cool man yeah it's been really cool did uh were you so at austin's wedding were you were you already in the mix of what was happening i was yes i knew i knew i was gonna do it i just didn't know how i was gonna do it you know right. and so um we kind of talked about going to see Germany. I was like, this is perfect. You know, yeah. this is, we can go to Paris, we can make it happen, all of that. So um, it ended up, we didn't do Paris, but it went to Aruba. And that was actually the first place we ever went on vacation together. So it had some special, cool. um, yeah, special memories to it anyway. So it ended up being awesome. And we never thought that we'd come home and be quarantined together for 40 days straight. <laughs> um, 
congratulations. I'll go ahead and start with that. Um, I'm not saying that, that there's a little pressure on my house now because, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Dude, no, it's all good, dude. I'm just teasing. It's kind of funny. But uh, she wanted me to, to let you guys know to say congratulations as well. She's just got back from a run. She runs every single morning. That's her, that's her uh, get out of the house thing. Well, tell her I said hello. Yeah, well, I will do that. Have you guys left at all? Or are you guys just staying home? What are you, what, what, what are you guys doing? So I'm just kind of doing, uh, she actually is still going in a lot. Like she went in today. Um, she sees all emergency patients for um, dental stuff. So they, it seems about like every day or at least every other day, they have some sort of an emergency here. And that, like she has to go in and, right. and uh, help somebody, you know, with, whatever it be with their teeth. I don't know teeth uh, lingo, but uh, whatever's going on, they're in pain. She needs to go in and help us. So she does. And, um, so she's not an essential worker, but she's still in there you sure. know, every day doing it. But Nashville actually opens up tomorrow. So I saw um, Monday um, that John Rich was opening his bar back up on Broadway. Oh, you're cutting out on I, I said on, on, on Monday, I heard that John Rich was opening his bar on Broadway again. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I know um, a lot of things are starting to open up even more. You can feel it right now. You can yeah. feel like I just went out and uh, had to go run some errands and send some. Uh, I hand wrote some lyrics for some fans. So I went to the post office and sent them out. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And so on the way, there's just more cars out now. It feels Dude. like getting back to more life. I went to, uh, I go to Starbucks every morning because that's kind of like, uh, I work from home the majority of the time. So that's my get out of the house, get started every morning. So I still continue to do that, go through the drive through get my drink. But when I turned onto the main road, the last three weeks, it's been like five or six cars. This morning, I was on the phone with Chris from Stoney's and I was like, dude, uh, there is a lot of traffic, but nothing here is open. They just extended us. Um, actually, our governor told the nation before he told our state what he was going to do. So to yeah, real winner, oh. but, but today he's supposed to go online and tell us that he's going to, he's going to um, keep us till the 15th at least. And then they're saying that bars and casinos won't open till phase three or phase four. And we haven't even hit. Oh phase my one God. Yet. What yeah. does even phases mean? What's that even? I, I think they're starting with like a phase one where they're going to, I think today he's going to announce that he's going to allow parks to open back up again and just tell people to do the social distancing. Cause we're going to they shut down everything here. I mean, you've been on the strip before. Um, yeah. and obviously you've been on Broadway before, but you saw what I'm assuming you saw what Broadway was like either physically or, or online people driving down, but dude, the strip is dead. Like you can ride a bicycle or a skateboard down there and no issues. Like it's nuts. That's weird. So they're saying phase one is going to be like the minor things like, you know, parks and all that kind of stuff. And then phase two, I'm, I'm sure they're going to go into like maybe um, um, I would assume like places to get your nails done and your hair done and all that kind of stuff and small. And then they're saying phase three or phase four is when they're going to hit the casinos and the bars and, and start letting those things open again. But I don't know. We'll see. Wow. Well, yeah. man, I know I'm, I'm from Illinois. And so my, uh, they're all closed down already. They said till May 30th. They don't even give them a, like yeah. they're, they're shut down until my, my parents and my brother and everybody up there. I mean, not much of their life has changed. My brothers, we all have a farm up there. So it's kind of nobody's, everybody's already isolated. So right. yeah. they, they kind of just out in the country doing their thing, you know, and isolating as a, like my mom, my, my dad and 
my brother and his couple kids, they're all kind of isolating together and just, you know, not much has changed. Right. Have you guys been, uh, have you guys been binge watching some TV shows? Yeah, man, we've, uh, uh, we're in the middle of a show called Money Heist, right? Dude, same, same. No same. way. So we're the first season, uh, and last night we're season two. We're two episodes in. Okay. I don't know where we're at. We're pretty far, though. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're past that. Yeah. We're definitely past that. It's, it, it just sucks you in, man. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty it's funny because the last couple nights we've had things to do. And uh, Heather said to me, she's like, oh, dude, it's been two days since we'd be able to watch Money Eyes. So last night we at like, I'd say about eight thirty nine 9 o'clock, we, we watched two episodes. She fell asleep again. So she's going to catch up on the ones that I watch. But uh, yeah, that show, I saw the, the trailer and I was like, I want to watch this. But when I saw the trailer, they had um, subtitles across the bottom so i'm like man this is going to be difficult and then we started to watch it and the subtitles weren't there but the english dub was over it so it was a little difficult in the beginning but man yeah i'm i'm sucked in too yeah i mean once i got once we started it and you know i, I switched it to english yeah and uh, where it actually talks in english i don't have to yep. read the subtitles yep game yep. i don't care if the mouth don't go with the it's like sure hi you know <laughs> but um, dude, I love it. And I'll tell you what, what else I've been doing right now is last year I put out a song, my dog, hold on. he's been crazy right now. Um, we put out a song last year called senior year. Yeah. And, um, it has been, man, the last two weeks, um, the song has kind of just blown up. Right. It's been crazy just because graduates didn't get their senior year. And yeah. so, when we put this out last year, we had no idea about this, um, of course, but man, like the hook of the song says, I never thought it would disappear senior year. Wow. And so wow. all of these, all these kids are sharing the lyric video. I mean, it's almost up to 4,000 shares on Facebook now. Holy cow. And I know it's crazy. And so I've started doing, uh, I started reaching out to some friends and what I'm doing now is I'm doing, zoom concerts for senior schools so nice. like I'm, I'm here i'm cooped up and so now i have i have like i'm doing one tonight and i'm doing one um a couple i have already a couple on the books next week i'm doing one tomorrow and i'm just i'm reaching out and i said if you know any i mean anybody on here that's listening if you're a senior or you know a senior um hit me up on facebook or instagram and we right. can set something up and i mean we're doing one next week there's going to be 300 kids on it. Wow. On the Zoom. And I'm do it's a virtual prom. And so I get to play senior year, talk to the kid, gives them a, give them a pep talk about, Hey, like, right. I know this is tough right now, but there's so much more to look forward to in life than this, this. Absolutely. And, and then it's like, and then I'm announcing their prom, uh, prom team. So, uh, dude, it's been awesome. Like all the, like when you write music, you just hope that one day, like the stuff that you're writing, the words that you're saying, that can it can re relate to somebody and hit somebody. Right. And now the song is hitting on a whole other level that we never dreamed of. And kids are tagging other kids in it. They're making TikTok videos. There's over, you know, 200 TikTok videos on TikTok of this song. It's people I don't even know. And it's all just right. posting pictures of their year, of their senior year with the song in the background. And it's Man, it's, it's been a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. That's pretty neat. You find yourself probably busier now than you did before, yeah? A million times busier. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, I am every day from sunup to sundown just 
you know, doing interviews now and about this song and doing uh, Zooms, tons of Zooms with kids and their schools and different Instagram pages. And um, man, it's, but it's awesome. Like, I love it. I'm home and I just jump on here with my acoustic and just play songs. And it's just like, it's really cool how we can still get together and do this. And then I'm thinking, it's like, why didn't I do more of this before? You know what I mean? Like, I think I, I think that's a big part of it is people are people are starting to find uh, uh, different things that were important, um, um, working on relationships a little bit more, f- finding out like uh, what you were too busy before to 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 do, you find time to do now. And yes. I was I went through a program called Choice Center years ago. Um, I don't want to call it self help, but I would call it one of those things where it just it just puts the bad things in your life or the things that you dwell on or, or the, the, the negative things in your life behind you. And it helps you put them all behind you. And I was just talking to my, my coach who actually owns the place. She's the one that helped me through route 91. She called me every single morning wow. um, for two and a half months. I'd get a text message, a phone call, just, just to make sure I was cool. If I needed to talk, she was there. I was blessed to have her, but she wrote me this morning and asked me about something we were talking and she asked me what I've been doing. And I told her that, you know, this is, this is, I've been doing these interviews all week. Um, and she goes, like, tell me about it. And I said, well, my goal is to put these out so people can know that you guys as artists are human as well, because nobody sees this other side of an artist. They don't see, like I used to say before, they don't see the load in, they don't see the sound check. They don't see when you guys eat. They don't, they don't see. No, no, they have no clue. (laughs) But this is another side that someone that might not follow you on socials that will come through Country F Radio or Toad's Tunes and get an idea that you guys are human and going through the same thing that they are. And she wrote me this morning. She goes, you sound like you soaked up what we taught you pretty well. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Mean, yeah, it was it was it was kind of neat because it's I don't want to say it's paying it forward in a sense. But I mean, I could be sitting on my ass in the backyard. I could ride my dirt bike. I could be doing whatever. But the idea behind this is. um just get it out there that, that everyone's in the same boat. We're all going through something that isn't, that isn't, I mean, we were talking yesterday about some stuff that we always talk about how our grandpas have the stories. Yeah. So true. Dude. Think about our era. Like when, when your kids, kids look at you and you know, go grandpa and you're going to be like, dude, I lived through Waco. I lived through nine 11, you know, I lived yeah. through COVID, you know, kind of thing. Forget you're walking uphill both ways, barefoot in the snow. Grandpa, you ain't got nothing on me. You know? Yeah, that's so true. Like, you know, I think back to grandpa and he'd always tell me, he's like, you know, the Great Depression was terrible. Yeah. You know, he said all these, had all these great stories about it. And we just sit there and listen cross-legged, you know, and just like, right. tell us more. So now we're going to have them stories. You're so yeah. right. It's kind of a, it's kind of an era that's, uh, uh, I feel like some days I look around, I feel like I'm living in a movie. I really yeah. do. And uh, I was laughing yesterday, Heather took her, her, her nail polish off <laughs> and then redid her nails again all weird and i'm like looking i'm like what are you doing and she's like well, i'm bored i don't know what else to do so i'm kind of like <laughs> okay you know but yeah i mean you find yourself i my honeydew list is is pretty well done um I yeah finished, yeah finished that off the first couple of weeks and um now i'm just kind of like again finding myself more busy than i was before that's awesome man we we planted a garden and uh for the first time ever. I mean, I had never planted a garden before because when do I have time to actually like be sure. and water it? Right. And so we did that and I mulched, I cut all the trees around the house, trimmed them, mulched all underneath the trees. And now I'm just like, what can I do next? You know, right. it's just, um, 
we never had time together and me and Katie this much time. It's always been like home for a couple of days gone. And right. so to be here with her has been great because it's almost like showing that this relationship is really what it's supposed to be. Right. It's not just like, okay, I'm here and I got to go like tomorrow and can you wash these clothes? And you know, I'll, I'll make sure that this is fixed, you know? And it's just like, it's, it's more of, Hey, we're just together and we're loving it, you know? Yeah. And we, we've never got this before. And, and it's been really, it's been really kind of great. We were joking the other day. It's like, I don't really hate quarantine. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, there's parts of it that I do, but then there's other parts of like, I'm home. I have you, I have my dog. I can sit here and still play music and still right. put out songs and still connect with my fans on a level I didn't even know existed until now. I mean, like right now I feel like I'm connecting more with my fans than Ever. almost I the last two years. Right. You know, because we're doing, I'm, I'm doing zoom concerts. I did, you know, I did one where I just picked winners and actually picked from my bands and it just wasn't seniors. It was actually like a concert. And it was one of the coolest things I ever done. I got to actually talk to them. There was just 10 of us. So I was like, tell me your story. Where are you from? And everybody just hung out on there and just enjoyed time together and played a couple right. songs. And man, it's, it's been, I, like I said, I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm ready for everything to open up and I'm ready to be back on a stage. Don't get right. me wrong. Yeah. But in the time I, I haven't yet went crazy, which is good. I've had a lot to keep me busy. I don't think I've seen any posts online or know anyone that's really gone nuts. I see people that are anxious. I think that's a yeah. good word, like to, to, to get out and do things. Um, um, I keep watching a lot of people in, in, their, in their food game to a whole nother level, being able to cook stuff or try and Yeah, stuff. they're definitely getting better chefs out there. Yeah, that's, that's for dang sure. Is there something? I'm definitely you, putting on some weight. So. Ah, the COVID-15. It's not the freshman 15. It's the COVID-15. That's yeah, it's funny. Definitely you guys cook at home every night? Yeah, we do. We, we cook a lot here. And, um, you know, there is some, still some of our favorite places that are open that we'll just go pick up. Right. We'll, we'll go into a pickup and, you know, I got Jimmy John's down the street, so I'll call them and, and, you know, do the whole freaky fast Jimmy John's delivery in seven minutes to the door. And so it's, man, not much like eating wise has changed. Katie's cooked some other, some things that she's never cooked before to try it out. And, right. Which is kind of fun, you know, yeah. and we're lucky that we can have our groceries delivered here still. And so we just, get all look at what we're going to make and then we order the groceries and sit here and cook it. And so smart. Um, yeah, it's, it's been nice. It's been, it's been really nice and um, being engaged and just having the dog and doing all these senior interviews. It's, it's, it's keeping me busy. It's funny. We got, we got a puppy. Uh, she was born July 31st. Uh, she's now My birthday's the 29th. There so, you go. There you, dude, what's up? You know, um, I don't drink and my dog's name is whiskey. Uh, go figure. I can't tell you when we announced that, how many people text me and they're like, dude, leave it to you to name your dog after something you don't even drink. And I was That's like, hilarious. but, uh, being home, I, like I said, I'm home all the time, but Heather being home a lot now, obviously all, all the time. Um, she's getting more love and I'm like worried what's going to happen when it all opens back up. Cause this dog's going to be like, where the hell did everybody go? You know, like what's yeah. up, but that's where my dog is right now. So he's, that's why he's like, even me being on a, if Katie's not here, yeah. if Katie's here, she can sit here with the dog and like do the thing, you know, but Katie's not here. He's just like all wanting my attention constantly. Right. Just like, 
sitting here, it's like, hang out with me, hang out with me, hang out with me. And I'm like, dude, lay down, you know? No, please, please lay down. Please lay down. You're driving me insane. He just turned a year in March. Oh, and right. so he's still, he's still kind of a puppy, you know, just yeah. figuring life out. And so he's, you never know what he's going to do. He's just going to like bark. So I'm sure you heard some barks already. I did. It's all good. Calming down. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> I, I think the, the funness of this is I'm going to separate these on toadstunes.com as like a, uh, I did season one. I've done season two now. Probably got like a total just of the regular interviews of about 90 artists, which is pretty rad. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's been going <laughs> cool, but it's all good. Now to be able to turn this into a whole nother section of calling it the COVID Chronicles, I think it's kind of it's hey, funny. but. And I haven't had anything negative. Everyone's been super positive about it. And uh, their goal is to get back out on the road again. And, um, and uh, are you, so they open the doors. Are, 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 you, are you wanting to go on the road? Are you wanting to record some stuff? Like what's the, what's, what's the first thing after this is over that, that Drew's going to do? Man, we have, uh, um, as soon as this is over, we do have some shows booked in July right now. Right. And they, messaged me today to do some announcements and stuff. I don't know if those are going to happen. You know, right. like I really don't think they will. I don't, especially festivals, you know, gatherings sure. over, yeah. you know, 5,000 people. I don't think they're going to end right. up happening. And so um, I don't know when we'll be able to play shows again. I know probably this senior year is taking on a life of its own. So we're going to go down that path for a while here, but I like it. I want to be prepared and I'm probably going to record some more stuff here directly i would say we'd be back in the studio probably um in the next couple months you know if we don't get a new record deal and that's what we're working on right now or just the record deal i was on that company closed down and we're in the middle of trying to sign a new deal we're trying to figure it out and we were we were getting you know somewhere before this happened and now all labels just kind of went quiet you know sure. to, um so right now we're trying to figure out our next step with label stuff but i put before you out all by myself and just right. Friends that want to play it can, and you know it's been out a month, and we have already over three hundred thousand streams, and right. we're rocking and doing our own thing, which I don't hate. I kind of love it because there's no opinion. I can, I got you know working on videos and stuff all by myself, and um, so the next song, I know what I want to put out. I just gotta, uh, you know, once this quarantine's lifted, I can actually go into a studio and sing it. Yeah. <laughs> Because right now, that's the problem is I've been writing over Zoom a lot and trying to create tracks and stuff, but they're just not as, the tracks aren't as good when I'm not there. I'm trying to sure. sing on sure. junk mics here at my house, and they just don't sound as good. And writing's a little weird. Like, on Zoom, we've been doing writes, and whatever I'm saying is, is latency for you. It comes a second later. So I'm sitting here playing a guitar, and he's trying to sing with my guitar. It's not oh. working. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's so there's no more of the guy in the room sitting over next to you playing something and you come up with a cool melody. It's I got to figure out a melody and then send it to you and be like, hit my mute button, play for a second. Be like, guys, what do you think of this? Yeah. Play it. So it's just a different dynamic. There's a disconnect. Think, there's a little bit yeah. of a disconnect. Yeah. There is. And I think it's definitely going to make us better songwriters, though, to be like, because a lot of this, you're kind of by yourself right. still. You know, you have other ideas bouncing off of you, but it's harder for me. I, I, I haven't met anybody that's been like, oh, I love Zoom rides. You know, it's just <laughs> like, hey, some are better than others, and nobody's absolutely loving it, I don't think. But um, still getting good songs, 
but the tracks, the tracks things, what's hard for me. I don't have a rig here at my house right right now to be able to sing my vocals on and make them sound real good and stuff. You got to get that. I mean, just think, and you'd be putting out like EP after EP after EP. <laughs> It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. What's the and next I, single? Um, I don't know yet, man. We, we've been, we have our fans love this song called it's your loss. Yep. And, uh, I've been talking about recording it for a year, I feel like, and fans have been waiting on it, and I haven't done it. So I think I'm going to do it, you know. I might just have a buddy make a track for it and put it out for everybody to hear it. Because, I mean, we put this song out. We had 30,000 fans on Facebook when I put this song out. And um, after I did it, we're talking, it grew up to eighty or 90,000 fans wow. from people right. sharing that video. Awesome. And, and so everybody still to this day, I put that video up over a year ago and people are like, I'm still waiting on it, your loss, you know? And so I just got a, I was in the middle of a deal and um, the deal I was on, we had a single at radio. They weren't looking to put out any music and it just becomes more difficult and are, sure. not that it's wrong. There's just a lot more moving parts. And if you're by yourself, you can kind of figure out ways to navigate that and put it out and, I'm going to tell you that, that, that I talk to a lot of artists just like you do. And uh, that's a familiar thing. It happens a lot that way. And I mean, I, I was just saying yesterday, uh, um, I made the statement that um, one of the goals for country AF radio is to, when stuff comes out in country air check and you get the little ad on the side and it shows Drew Baldridge before you played on this station, that at the very bottom of it or somewhere in it, country AF radio is included because we're doing 40,000 listeners a month consistently now um, that's all i mean for for what we're doing i mean people listen people care new music and that's what that's what they're doing and that's that's one of our goals we play before you and um i can tell you that the thumbs up on that single are, are strong and i can track um i have friends oh, awesome. i know yeah i have i have friends that that work in radio and sales and um i've gotten the phone call quite a few times of of you know how's country af radio doing i'm like dude we literally 2.2 times higher listenership than we had before and it's consistent every day and it keeps growing and growing and growing which is which is cool and um they want us to put a put country f radio on radio.com or iHeartRadio or and i'm just like man i'm cool like right now because i don't want to put commercials on it i don't i don't want to yeah. force people to do that and i know that the internet side is is going up but we want to be able to compete on that level and become become you know hey do we do we go to the terrestrial station or do we go to country f radio when we go to vegas like where do we play that's that's our goal is we want to be a game player you know and um you know have some skin in the game and have people look at us that way and we're starting to do it which is which is neat and, um artists know the relationship at stoney's and uh um and you know our marketing is is different than any other venue i mean the the, the yeah. that do and uh, I think that's our goal is just to be able to sit back and you have a single and you're an independent and you know that we're out there to support what you're doing and it matters. I mean, I think, I think yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's the point for us that, that, uh, that is really, really cool. And like that, that I enjoy in it. I like to know that you're putting your singles out there on, on your own and people care about it. I think that's rad. I mean, yeah, man, I, I appreciate that dude. And I appreciate you guys supporting my music. Cause it's just like, Hey, you know, we created this fan base and, um, we're excited to give the fans as much music as we can. That's what we sure. want to do as artists. If we like a song, we want to be able to put it out. Right. And not that, not that it's wrong to wait at all. 
You know, you sure. want it to be right. You want to have a plan. You don't want to just throw something out to throw it out. It yeah. has to be done right. But, um, you know, we're talking now to be able to um, maybe put something else out in a little bit. We're going to ride the wave, but I want to be, you know, what's hard to do is when you're doing this wave of something going on is to still create and make sure that you're ready when that wave dies, you have something else. You right. know? And that's something I'm learning about right now. And so right now I really need to be um, – here in the next couple of weeks, getting in the studio and creating the next thing because this senior year has went way further along than I ever thought it would. I mean, we're talking over 200,000 views on Facebook, 4,000 shares. Yeah. Our sales last week were up 46% on Apple. And so um, it was just like, wow, you know, it was, it was super crazy. And so we hope it turns into something even bigger than what we ever dreamed of. But we just got to be prepared for what's next after that. And so um, trying to just do that. I learned in the music industry, you're only as good as your last. I learned that a long, long time ago. And uh, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a horrible saying, but it's the truth. I mean, you could, you could, you could kill it with a single. And if you, if you flop right after it, they're not going to. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the way of the world. And it's sad, but yeah. at the same time, I mean, being able. I, there, there's another artist out there that was on a label. Uh, had a booking agent and the label was like waiting to release music and the booking agents like we need to get you on the road and the and the artist is like well if I can't release any music what am I you know I'm kind of stuck right in the middle like what do you do because yeah but in a situation as an independent you can you can sit back and think and go you know what I think in my personal opinion the world's ready for this single so you can go ahead and put it out and off it goes and I mean yeah and sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't sure you know, sometimes sure. sometimes the music's not ready you know yeah. and so um but that's your call that's your that's call. My call yeah yeah, yeah. your call and and if you fall flat you fall flat owning it you know what i mean like it's you can look back on it and be like dang i was I, that was me you know now i have to prepare it. it's way better to look back on it and say it's your fault than to blame have sure. to blame somebody else you know what i mean to look back and say dang it, I knew I should have listened to myself. I shouldn't have went with that song. Or it's better to look back and be like, you know, I love that. I'm yep. proud of that. I'm, that song was the best that I could do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's way better to look back at that instead of I have songs that I look back on, be like, nah, I don't love it. You know what I mean? Or I didn't love it when I put it out, but I was trying to make everybody happy around it, you know, and um, not – that any artist shouldn't do that because I feel like you have a team and they should, you know, work best for you. Sure. But there's parts, parts of stuff that I don't love that I've done. And so I'm just trying to, uh, you know, moving forward in my artistry to love what I do and to make sure I love what I do. And um, I've grown so much of what I want to say, how I want to say, you know, I got, I feel like honestly, I got maybe got a record deal too young. I didn't know what I wanted and I was just throwing songs out and hoping they work. And now I feel like, I kind of got a pinpoint of my fan base. I got a pinpoint of what I want to say, how I want to say it, how I want the music to sound. And so it just comes with trial and error and anything, you know, it's just some of the, some of the best, I was reading this thing the other day is questions that you should ask yourself is, uh, you know, what would I do if I couldn't fail? Because you'll never learn. Right. You yeah. Know? If you don't fail, you'll never learn anything in life. Yeah. And so it's like you have to have those failures to grow as a person and to grow as an artist. You have to have some failures. You, you're on stage. You, you try something. It doesn't work. Well, guess what? You're not going to do that. again. You yeah. know, it's like, if you can't learn from yourself, I mean, 
There's, there's no yeah. growth in that. There's no growth in that. There's no growth in that. It's like touch when you're a kid, you touch a stove and it's hot and you say, well, I'm never going to do that again. You know, yeah. that was stupid. Right. So along this path of music, I feel like, I think everybody's got to go down that a little bit. And I feel like all artists do. And they throw something out and be like, well, that didn't work. That wasn't right. Shouldn't have done that. You know, I'm going to learn from that. I won't do that again. And so it's just, it's part, it's part of life. You look at, um, I was talking about this earlier in the week that um, what, like in 2013 or something like that, Luke Combs tweeted, why isn't anybody giving me a chance or something yeah. like that? And dude, look where that guy's at today, you know, just living and learning and hustling and believing in himself and, and getting yeah. pushed. And I remember when we were writing, I just had Dance With You come out and this was probably 2015, yeah. 2016. And he was like, man, I don't understand. I can't get any labels to look at me. Me and him were sitting there talking about it. We were writing some other song. I was like, I don't know, bud. Like, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. You have fans. You know, he was yeah. telling me at that time, he was like, man, I'm lucky I have my EP. You know, it's, it's paying for everything. He was telling me numbers that he was making off his EP by himself. And I was just like, really? Like, is that really true? And he was like, yeah, man, I don't have the, I'm, the fans are literally paying for my life right now. This is all. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. You know? And, right. And so, you just, you just got to believe in what you're doing and you got to be your own champion for it and, and be proud of it and wave your own flag sometimes, you know? Agreed. Um, you feel like playing a song? Yeah, dude. I got my guitar right here. What do you, so you're going to do, you're going to do seniors. You're going to do your loss. You're going to do before you, which one you want to do? I can do senior year. Let's do it. This is for all the graduates of 2020 out there. <laughs> I remember that first day, feeling like a king, sitting out in my truck, freshman wishing they were me. Old Chesney singing about them, boys fall. Yeah, this is our year, we're gonna win it all. It was skipping class, it was Wasting gas, all this begging cash from mowing grass that hot last summer. We were living fast on top of the world. Trying to find a guy holding up my little cheap wine for the girl. Game days, we were jerseys in a hall. Yeah, barely 18, but a bunch know it all. Blink an eye and then you're there, oh, on a gym floor in old chairs, yeah, yeah, throwing caps up in the air, double tub for shedding tears, never thought it'd disappear, senior year. Burning tires, burnt seeds. Breaking curve, you I'm all waiting on me. Thinking that first love lasts forever. My old letter jacket on, it never looked better than it did on her shoulders. But now that we're older, wonder where she is now. Where she ever thinks about living fast on top of the world. Trying to find a guy open up my little teeth, my girl. Yeah, yeah, we were journeys in a hall. We barely 
Dope. Hell yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You're never, never going to get sick of playing that one this time, right? No, man. Every, it, it brings a whole different meaning now. When I play it, I just feel it all over. You know, yeah. it's like, as soon as I get to that bridge, I, every time I get to town, I take a lap around. I can't help but smile because we were big shots for a little while. You know, it's just like when I right. get there, I'm like, man. Who would have thought that a year ago I would have wrote that and it had a, such a different meaning now? You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I feel like songs, you write songs and you never know what the moment's going to hit, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like Total Eclipse of the Heart, for example, Eclipse last year, number yeah. one on iTunes. And it's just like, you never know what's uh, going to happen in the world and why, why God put that on your heart to write that day. And he put that on our hearts to write for these kids right now, I really believe. Absolutely. You know what? My best friend in high school, her daughter, they live in Montana um, and her daughter graduated this year. And um, like they've got, oh, a, man. They've got a Facebook page, uh, a little group um, that you just go in and, and write about her sort of thing. You know, um, her name is Meg and she actually came out to Yo, uh, that song, man. Yeah, I'm going to send it to her. I'm going to send her this and just be like, uh, you know, listen in because I mean, you're one of those good dudes. She actually drove out with her family to our last tailgate we had for ACMs. And uh, she was oh, out wow. and yeah, got to experience what, you know, what I do for a living and got to hang out with her mom and me. Like literally her mom was my best friend in high school. And uh, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was kind of neat to to see. And when I when I go to this Facebook group and, you know, I try and relate, you really can't. I mean, these kids put their 12 years in for school and um, what they look forward to is the walk and uh, you know, that's their freedom. I remember my son doing it and that's why I just sit back and I'm like, nah, I feel so bad for her because 
you know, you did your time and where's your reward in that sense. But I mean, a song yeah. like that will, will actually, I think that brings people together even more. And oh, thanks, buddy. And that's what we're, it brings a little light, you know, and a lot of people I had, I had some people send me messages that were just like, you know, I was so bummed in this song. I listen to this song every day now because it lets me relive of what senior year was, you know, and, yeah. and I'm just, man, it's, it's, that's what you only hope to do as a songwriter is to help put feelings to music and help people through situations in life. And um, I'm glad that we have that song um, for people to, to relate to it. Right. Yeah, me too. I'm glad you wrote it when you wrote it. And I'm glad that it means something to say. And you know, I can tell you the first time I heard before you, I, I knew, I don't even think I had to listen to the song. I knew exactly what it was before I even listened to it. And uh, oh, yeah, thanks, man. Just, I think, uh, I mean, we've spent some time together here and there between um, um, our root stuff and then Austin's wedding and all that kind of stuff. Just really, uh, it's been it's been um, a road, and to watch your your, your guys' story just kind of evolve right in front of us, like I did with Austin's story, because um, I had fun with Austin. Uh, one of the first shows he had ever played was Stoney's Rock and Country. I sent him a DM. I'm like, dude, I want you to come out and play. And he's like, dude, who the hell is this guy? You know? And wow. It just, uh, so my story with him is rad. I think uh, knowing that you came out and supported the city the way you did with Vegas and Root, and uh, uh, I think I'll never ever ever forget that ever. And um, Oh, totally. well, we'll never forget you, buddy. Yeah, we appreciate I, I appreciate you're, you for that. You're yeah. a friend, dude. You're a friend. I appreciate it. I appreciate it's it. more than the music. It's more than the music. Well, I think that, you know, along this journey of music, I came from a different genre of music 20 years ago. I was involved with, with you know, uh, alternative rock and bands like that. And I was doing shows similar to what I do now, but in a different venue. I was doing it at the House of Blues and really having some fun with stuff. And I've just watched myself... Um, keep some friends from that era people that mean stuff to me and uh i think i've made some friends in the country world that that that, that I'll, I'll i'll never lose which is cool dude I, um like i said you coming out for the root thing that we did uh you'll you'll never understand what that meant to me personally oh it's, man i appreciate it oh man that was it was special to just be a part of it you know because we played that festival and i know uh, to come back and to be in the room with the people that night yeah is feeling of you know that's something else i'll tell my grandkids you know that's that's one of those moments of like i played that festival we were there you know and then we went back to almost ground zero and played another show to support music and support those people and um man it was a feeling oh my gosh i, I can't even explain it you know seeing people in the crowd with their shirt with their shirts on and yeah. you know vegas strong and it was a special moment that you guys did there at Stoney's. Yeah, it was kind of, a, you know, um, when we did that, there's a guy by the name of DG that has a, a nonprofit called Love Wins. And uh, he does 58 act of, uh, random acts of kindness, random acts of kindness every year. And uh, um, the 58th one that he did for that year leading up to that um, um, was he handed me this 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 plaque and this this kind of like I don't trophy's not the word but like a just a memorializing thing that um, I keep in my living room. It's right in front of my TV. I look at it every day. That just reminds me of of um, what we all went through, how we all succeeded in a, in a sense, the people that we lost, um, um, and how we carry on that tradition of just being well wow. we all are as good people, you know. And I just. I remember that. I remember the people that came through for that. And um, I can never say thank you enough in that sense. No. I mean, well, thanks, man. And thanks for having me on here today. I appreciate the time today as well.
Yeah, buddy. Appreciate um, you. I can't wait to have you back out at Stoney's and uh, um, run this full circle. And, um, and I'm going to watch your story of senior year uh, a little bit closer now. And uh, I'll share it in her little group. And I'm sure oh, she'll get it thanks, to all buddy. her fans in Montana. And uh, um, we'll get back. All to along. Who knows what will happen? You know, just, just supporting the kids. And we'll yeah. see. So. And congrats again on the engagement. And uh, um <laughs> I almost want to say, uh, I hope we're not there because if she catches that shit, I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a great Thursday and I'll see you soon. See you soon, buddy. Later. Later.